Welcome to the Love Her Wild podcast. I'm your host, Brooke Carver, and I'm here to talk to you about all things spiritual, manifestation, happily ever after, and creating a life that you love, because I promise you can. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to episode four of the five steps to manifesting your soulmate or anything that you want. Today, we are talking about maybe one of the most controversial parts of manifesting, which is taking action. Now, you hear a lot of gurus talking about how you shouldn't have to do anything. You ask for it, you sit down, and you wait for it to come to you. And then you get a little bit confused because you say, all right, I'm asking for a soulmate. They say not to go looking for it. They say to trust the universe and things will come to you. So what does taking action look like when manifesting? To that I say, taking action from an aligned and non-desperate place is where you want to be coming from. I got a DM last night from a follower who was very confused and was just wondering how she was supposed to focus on herself while also taking action, while also sitting back and letting the universe do its work, and how all of those things were not contradictory. I told her that taking action towards your manifestation is different than desperately searching around every corner for it to be there. For example, she is in college and was talking about, you know, should I be focusing on my healing every weekend and staying in or should I be going to parties? Is going to parties counterproductive to what I'm doing? And I told her, focus on the things that bring you joy, the things that better you as a person, the things that inch you closer to being the best version of yourself. If going to a college party is something that sounds super fun to you or makes you feel like you're going to make new friendships or give you the college experience, then go. But if going to a college party brings you anxiety or you're only going for the prospect of meeting a boy, don't go. And really, this is the hardest part because you have to check yourself when taking big leaps and movements in manifesting. If your only purpose to going to a specific coffee shop, to going to a specific park, whatever, is to meet a boy, you're doing it all for the wrong reasons. You're doing it out of desperation and lack. And that's the wrong vibration. Your person could be at that park, but because you're in a lower vibration, of wanting, of lack, of desperation, you might not even see them. If instead you're going to the park every morning because your new trend of hot girl walks makes you feel so good and getting 30-40 minutes of cardio in in the morning gives you energy for the day, then go. And if you just so happen to meet a super cute boy running, great, amazing, that's alignment. So, how do you take action when manifesting? When I was in the depths of my healing journey, I knew that I wasn't ready to meet my soulmate yet. I still had healing to do, 
but I wanted to prepare. And this takes us back to the analogy of booking a vacation. When you book a vacation, you're going to Cabo. You know that your vacation is booked for June. In June, I'm going to Cabo. It's happening. You don't, out of desperation, then try and get yourself to Cabo before June. What you do is you get ready for the trip. And that is the movement that I'm talking about. So in the example of healing and manifesting a soulmate, which is what this entire series is about, your movement looks like the act of healing, the act of going through your morning meditations, the act of journaling every morning, becoming your best self, raising your vibration. Actively raising your vibration is movement towards your manifestation because what it is doing is turning you into the person who meets your soulmate. It puts you on the right level. It moves you to the right floor. That's the type of movement that I'm talking about. Moving from floor one to two to three all the way up to 12. Movement towards preparing so that when your soulmate does cross your path, you are motherfucking ready. Because the worst thing that could happen is for that soulmate to pop into your life before you're ready, before you're healed, before you have the tools to ward off your triggers or past relationship icks that you haven't worked through yet. When I was healing, I always say I made it my full-time job. And of course, I still had to work my full-time job. But it was my primary focus. It was what I focused on in all of my free time because I wanted to be as direct about it as possible. If you're sick and you immediately jump on taking your vitamin C, taking your zinc, taking your wellness formula, sleeping, hydrating, getting in the sauna, all of that is taking action towards the thing you want, which is getting better. All of those things help aid in the process. And it's the same thing. If you're manifesting a soulmate, I'm throwing everything I can at myself to be the best I can be. So I wasn't coming at it from a place of lack, like, oh my God, well, if I go to this coffee shop every morning, maybe I'll meet a really cute boy. And maybe if I'm sitting there and looking at the cute boy and I just happen to be there with my laptop every single day, then he'll talk to me. I wasn't thinking about the vacation from a place of, oh my God, maybe I can make it come sooner. June's really far away. I don't know. Uh, which bathing suit should I pick? Like, which which one is going to look better? Me and da, da, da. It was all about what brings me joy, what brings me further alignment, what elevates my healing process. Because I, I want to be the absolute highest level version of myself when I meet my person. I already know my person's coming. I already know that he's on the timeline. He's there. It's already happened. I already put in my order. I booked my ticket. The ticket has been purchased I've got my aisle seat. It's happening. So I don't have to think about it anymore. Once you book your ticket to Cabo, you don't worry about your ticket. You don't worry about whether or not the vacation is going to arrive. You know it's coming and you know you have a seat on the plane. So you don't think about that anymore. You think about preparing yourself for the trip. 
That is movement. So what you need to focus on is yourself. And in a world or a generation where we were brought up being told to never be selfish, you need to be selfish with your healing. You need to prepare. Who do you want to be when you're with your person? What do you want your life to look like? What do you want your relationship to look like? And what steps do you need to take personally to make sure that you are holding up your end of that manifestation bargain? For me, it was working through all of the icky stuff that I had shoved down after my divorce. All of the guilt of feeling like a failure. The guilt of feeling like my parents gave me this beautiful wedding and the marriage only lasted two years. The feeling of unworthiness in being in my 30s and being single again, in not having children yet, and not knowing whether or not I would ever get to have them. It was working through my self-worth issues, getting to the point where I not only loved myself, but felt that I was worthy of the person I was searching for. It was moving up in vibration and not just visiting high vibrations, but moving there, living there, spending 80% of my time in a higher vibration and then visiting the lower vibrations 20% of the time and not vice versa. So in your quest, start asking yourself, what's the why behind what what I'm doing right now? Am I going to this college party in hopes of meeting a boy? Or am I going to this college party to have a fun night, have a fun college experience, maybe meet some new girlfriends with the added bonus of the potential of meeting someone new? Start going to the beach or taking long walks or picking up a new hobby, anything that brings you joy. And the the benefit to running your life this way is that when you're ready and the universe throws your soulmate into your path, you will trip over them while doing something you love. Which means the probability that that person also loves that thing is pretty high. And you already have synchronicities and things in common. As opposed to being someone that hates college parties, being someone that feels anxious, being intoxicated around hundreds of drunk sorority boys, meeting a boy there, and then spending the next four years of college at a party every Thursday, Friday, Saturday when you don't even like them anyway. If you do things with the sole purpose of meeting someone, You aren't doing things to further your joy, your gratitude, your growth as a person, and therefore your growth will be stagnant. So when I say manifestation takes movement, I'm not saying that you have to constantly be running towards something and spending every moment thinking about that manifestation. You need to be doing things that make you the person That receives the manifestation. If you want a raise at your job, the movement looks like you doing the work and the job that you're currently at 
in a way that makes bosses look at you and say, holy shit, you're way overqualified for this position. You need a raise. You're already qualified for this next position. You're already acting like you have it. How do you want to feel in your body when you are with your person? For me, of course, it looked like a new haircut because what better way to feel good about yourself during a breakup than curtain bangs? You know what I'm saying? A little bit of change helps. But I didn't do it because I thought that my ex might think I looked pretty and get jealous or that whoever I meet might decide that this is more in style and da da da. It was all about feeling comfortable and beautiful in my own skin. Taking long walks at the beach at night was all about meditating and clearing out all the icky stickies from my day. It wasn't about the potential of meeting someone on the beach walk. Does that make sense? I know it's confusing and I know that there's a lot of contradicting information out there. And honestly, different things work for different people. I'm sitting here telling you what is or has worked for me in the past, what is working for me in the present, how I manifested my soulmate, how I was able to heal in a pretty fast timeline. And that's the other thing is so many people say, well, how long does it take? That's such a hard question to answer because it's not about the time. It's about the quality of work you're doing. It's about the quality of movement you're taking towards your manifestation. Is your heart in it? It's all about alignment and vibration. You could be spinning your wheels down at a level two vibration journaling without your heart in it, just going through the motions, writing a five-paragraph essay for your history teacher junior year of high school, and go nowhere. Take no movement. But if you're aligned, if your heart is in it, if you are doing things truly for the right reasons, it'll take no time at all. So to those out there that say, just ask for it, do nothing, and it comes to you, I disagree. Ask for it, know that the answer was yes, and energetically align to that thing. Take the elevator up to the proper alignment level. That is movement. Manifestation takes movement up the energetic scale. So if you live in an apartment complex on level two in a low vibration and your soulmate is on level 12, it takes movement to get to the 12th floor. You have to physically pack up your life and moving boxes and move to a higher level and then a higher one and a higher one and a higher one until you are living at the vibrational level that your manifestations live. And then they'll just be there. They'll just appear. Seemingly out of thin air. The reason I love talking about vibrations in the analogy of an apartment building is that when you ask for a soulmate, the answer is immediately yes, and it is put at the vibration that you need to be at to receive them. If your soulmate's living on the 12th floor and you've raised yourself up to the 6th floor, so you're not quite there yet, 
your soulmate is still within that same one square block of where you live. They are there in your sphere. They're just above you and you can't see through the few cement ceilings in between you and the 12th floor. But they're right there. If you had x-ray vision, all you'd have to do is look up. That's like walking down the street and the thing you want being in an airplane and you saying it's nowhere. It's exactly there. Just look up. How do you get into the airplane? How do you get to the 12th floor? How do you take action and move towards living on that higher vibrational field? Which, if you didn't listen to the episode on raising your vibrations, I talk all about this. And that is movement. So, don't look at it like having to get on hinge or bumble and move towards going on as many dates as you possibly can. Wait for that. Heal. Get yourself to the point where you live on the 12th floor and you feel good and ready. And then take that step. Does that make sense? I really appreciate getting your guys' questions and things that you struggle with in my DMs, in my email inbox, because I've been doing this now for a few years and it makes sense to me. It clicks. When I was in high school, Mr. Lieb was my algebra teacher and One of my favorite things he did was he had a rule that if he was describing something and you didn't understand, you'd raise your hand and say, I don't understand. And he would say, let me describe it to you a different way. And every time someone didn't understand, he would describe the entire process a different way. He didn't come back with the same explanation over and over again that didn't make sense to that person in the first place. And that's what I strive to do for you here. That is why I live for analogies. Because somehow, some way, I want to say something that makes it all click for you in your head. I want you to get to the end of each episode and go, oh my god, I never thought of it that way, but it makes so much sense. Now I get it. Now it's clear. Because it's easy to talk in a series of cliches. What's hard is putting it into practice and understanding it enough to put it into practice. It is like a math equation. It's one thing to watch a teacher solve a math equation and you go, yeah, I understand how that worked out. And it's a whole nother thing for you to receive that same question on a test and have to do it yourself and show your work. That takes an entirely different level of understanding. And so my goal here is to take all of you through the levels of this algebra equation that is manifestation and get you to a point where you are so comfortable with how it works that you can replicate it over and over and over again in your life. Because newsflash, when you get your soulmate, that is just the first of many manifestations that you will face the first of many hurdles to overcome the first of many life lessons and once you have the steps down you can use them over and over and over again so 
whatever it is you're manifesting. If it's a soulmate, if it's a raise, if it's a new living situation, whatever it is, take movement towards your highest level self, towards aligning in your highest vibration, towards becoming the version of yourself that you need to be in order to receive those things. You go out and you have the best Monday ever. And if you have a second, click those five stars. Write me a review, even if it's a sentence, three words, doesn't matter. But that helps my visibility in all of the streaming apps. It helps me keep coming back here every day or every week, rather. It helps more than you could ever know. So if you haven't yet, if you're listening to this and you're like, man, I haven't taken the time, please, please. This is me asking you to move towards a positive review. (laughs) I'm never the person to ask for shit like that. It feels so foreign to me, but I have to. In order for me to keep doing this every week for free, someone asked me the other day, how much money are you making per download on your podcast? Zero dollars. You make money on podcasts in commercials and sponsors, which I have not sought out yet because I wanted to reach a certain level of listeners. I wanted to have a core group of people first. I want to serve you guys. And if you want more help and you want to do a one-on-one call with me so I can give you pinpointed advice that is custom to your life, then let's do it. But until then... I'm just sitting here once a week talking to help people. So help me help other people. Shoot me a review real quick. Have the best Monday ever. And I'll see you in a week for the last part of How to Manifest Your Soulmate in five easy steps. Bye, guys. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode of the Love Her Wild podcast. If today resonated with you in any way, shoot me a comment and tell me how you feel. I'd love to help if I can. And if you think that this would resonate with any of your friends, share away because I'm trying to reach as many of you as I possibly can. Go make your life great. 